Mission Impossible Fallout. What a great film. Now, I remember seeing this at the cinema. I just rewatched it again. I remember seeing it at the cinema. I watched it once. I really enjoyed it, but I didn't think it was as good as the f- the fifth one, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. I was really blown away by Rogue Nation, and then this one came out. Saw the trailer, saw this behind the scenes stuff. Obviously, Henry Cavill is coming in it as well. I'm a big fan of his. And then when I saw the film, I was like, eh, it was really good, but I don't know if it was as good as the as the last one. Because these Mission Impossible films, they get better and better and better with with time. Um, the only one I didn't really like was or, or was really really disappointed with, ironically, is Mission Impossible Two, which was directed by John Woo, and John Woo is one of my favorite directors of all time. But I, I wasn't as I was a bit disappointed with that one. Still, it was still a good film, but it wasn't as good as I was hoping and expecting to be, especially coming from John Woo. Um, but yeah, um, they've just gotten better and better, apart from maybe that second one, as the time's gone on. Now, I was always meaning to watch this again at the cinema, and I didn't get a chance to. So again, I've just watched it again, and it's so much better than I thought the first time. There's some great set pieces. Obviously, Tom Cruise's crazy stunts, the motorcycles, the running, jumping off buildings, breaking his ankle, the skydiving... Um, just the crazy helicopter chase, you know, he just, the guy just, he embodies who Ethan Hunt is, you know, a daredevil, a man who doesn't accept impossible, you know, the word impossible, you know, I think Anthony Hopkins in Mission Impossible 2 had the greatest line ever, he said, well, this isn't, you think it's going to be difficult, Mr. Hunt? And he said, very, and he goes, well, this isn't Mission Difficult, Mr. Hunt, this is Mission Impossible. Difficult should be a walk in the park for you. And I thought that's such a great line. And it just epitomizes the character of this character and of Tom Cruise himself in terms of what he's willing to do on film, in terms of, you know, all the filmmakers and what they're willing to to kind of bring to the big screen for us for our entertainment. And I think it kind of personifies the great attitude of like when you want to achieve something, when you want to do something, you don't look at how difficult it is and think, oh, I can't do that. Like most people do. Like the extraordinary people are people who just find a way. And that was the line he kept saying in this film that really resonated with me. Like he's in these crazy situations and they're like, how are you going to do it? And he's like, I'll find a way. Like he did, you can see he wasn't sure, you know. And what I like about these films, the more and more, you know, the more and more they make them, the more the character Ethan Hunt kind of evolves because I think earlier on in the earlier films, he was a bit more sure of himself, even though, you know, he did have, you know, some doubts and, you know, so whatever, but he, he seemed like a character just, just made it happen. But as the films come on, they, his personality is kind of being brought out more in the character where he's like, I'm doing these crazy things. I'm not really sure how I'm going to do them, but I'm going to find a way, you know? So, you know, it's like, I'm jumping out of a window. Even that scene where he's like, I'm jumping out of a window and Benji's like, jump. And he's like, you know, he's got that kind of like every man kind of thing going on there where he's like, well, all right, I know I can do these things and I've been doing them for the past few years, but I don't know how I'm going to do it. (laughs) So he's showing more of his character in these films. And I really like that. And I hope with the, the Mission Impossible 7, when it eventually comes out, that they really just evolve that kind of element of his character 
and really bring out the humanity even more in his character because it shows you know it's like he's not superman he's a human being and human beings can achieve extraordinary seemingly quote-unquote impossible things if they put the mind to it and that's what i love about the mission impossible franchise even the title mission impossible it just it just kind of personifies that attitude and that theme and i just love it and it's really shown theoretically in the action you know in the spectacle in the crazy set pieces that happen in this movie you know or in these movies that are just so amazing you know and you've got tom cruise himself actually doing the stunts a lot of the stunts you know um and putting himself in these crazy situations and ma- and achieving it and making it happen you know and it's there on film forever for us all to see so that's one thing i really love about these films but as a film this was really good it's so good it, i actually think it was better than the first one uh sorry than um mission impossible rogue nation the fifth one now and my initial thoughts are that it wasn't but I think I had too high expectations and again watching it again with an open mind and just rewatching some rewatching films is good because you always see it from a different perspective the second time or the third time and I really enjoyed it I think it's really good and a lot of people did say it wasn't as good as 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 um Rogue Nation but and I was one of those people but watch it again and I think you'll change your mind because I, I is is really good that fight scene uh, again being a martial artist and loving martial arts and loving fight scenes and films that fight scene between him and the guy called the character lark and um henry cavill's character was so good in the bathroom that fight scene is so good oh my god the choreography like the set pieces you know the 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 hits the 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 way that the story just unfolded in that fight it was so good absolutely love that fight scene it's really good you know hollywood some hollywood films really do like have a good bar in terms of action scenes obviously like films like john wick the john wicks uh, franchise that's like probably the bread and butter in hollywood in terms of like just pure hollywood films doing fight scenes you know because obviously chad kachowski and david lynch from the first one uh who directed who co-directed the first one you know they had their stamp they had their team they had their their story their character their time input in the action and keanu reeves like training for the fight scenes and again you've got tom cruise here who puts in time and energy in the stunts in the fight scenes in the set pieces in the the vehicle driving and the helicopters and the chases and all that kind of craziness climbing mountains all that stuff he puts as much emphasis on that as he does in the story and the characters because it is part of the story and the characters it tells you something about that character it tells you something about that story and without that it's it leaves an especially for an action film it just leaves an emptiness if you've just got you know half-hearted kind of um preparation in those set pieces but for mission impossible again that whole theme of doing the impossible of making the wrong right no matter what the circumstances 
no matter how impossible it seems, Ethan Hunt and his team always make it right. And it's not just about him, it's about the team as well. you got Luther, who's the technical guy, and he makes all those crazy decisions and he's able to think fast and disarm bombs and do all those kinds of things. Like, in the heat of the moment, you've got, you know, you've got Simon Pegg's character and you've got Elsa as well, who's kind of like the match for, for Ethan Hunt a little bit you know and but it's just it's just so good man like i i really enjoyed it just fantastic film some of the shots in the film were really good there was the one where um the main bad guy the terrorist guy when um they wrapped his vehicle into the water and then as the water's coming in and he's about to take his last breath just to hold his breath when he, as he goes under the water. The framing of that shot and the way this, th- that scene just unfolds is just beautiful. Like, the cinematography was spot on. And even, like, little things, like, at the beginning where Angela Bassett's character and um, Alec Baldwick's character come into the scene and then they're talking and they've got... And she's she's talking about her man and he's talking about his man and Ethan Hunt is behind Alec Baldwin and um and Henry Cavill's behind Angela Bassett and she's like, You use a scalpel or I use a hammer and then they and then it shoot and then the shot goes to um Ethan Hunt when she says, You use a scalpel or when she goes, I use a hammer and then it goes to um Henry Cavill. Those little kind of framing shots were really well done, really well directed, great cinematography. So because as they were speaking throughout that monologue, like you could see Ethan in the background and you can see um, or, or Tom Cruise's character, Ethan Hunt, in the background. And as um, Angela Bassett speaking, you could see um, Tom... Uh, sorry, you could see um, Henry Cavill's character in the background, you know, and... I. I just the framing of the shot and the way that it interplayed is beautiful editing and as a video editor that it's all about how you tell stories visually you know and how you cut scenes together it's not about making nice complicated transitions and all of that it's like is this film actually showed a great example of editing you know there was a few fancy transitions but they in the film but they made sense for the scenes that you know the story and the story that was being told but yeah Anyway, uh, that's just me geeking out as a filmmaker. But in terms of the story, in terms of the action, in terms of the performances, it was really good, you know. Um, And I'm just looking forward to what they come up with next. Because it's just like, you think, God, he's done everything. He's 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 hanging out of a plane, jumping through like crazy um, water portals and and, um, climbing the tallest building in the world, was it at the time? in Dubai and you know the crazy motorbike chases of course hanging off mountains in Mission Impossible 2 ah it's just brilliant Uh, but I love this one it was it I think it's probably the best one actually (laughs) every time the one comes out it's like this the best one it's the best one um but yeah if you haven't seen any of the Mission Impossible films definitely check them out watch them from one to however many more they do um you know after this podcast but yeah obviously at the time of the podcast there's six films and they're really good they're all good um again i was a bit disappointed with mission impossible 2 but it's still a good film um but the rest of them they just get better and better as they go on but mission impossible fallout i give it a five out of five 
definitely worth your time. It's really good, very good action, great performances, some Tom Cruise, um, Henry Cavill, all of them, you know, Ving Rhymes, Simon Pegg, all, all of them, you know, Angela Bassett. Um, I forget the actress who plays um, Elsa. She was really good in there. Uh, Alec Baldwin. Um, even the girl who's in um, Hobbs and Shaw. I forget her name. British British actress. She was good. There was a guy who... A lot of martial arts guys will know this guy. Jerry Ansar. He was in the film. Uh, he was the guy who played Desh in The Bourne Ultimatum. And he had that brilliant fight scene with Matt Damon. He was in the film. But they didn't... The, the, my one gripe is they didn't use him in terms... Of, they didn't really use him. It was like a glorified extra. He didn't even have any fight scenes. Like, with such a great martial artist like him, you think, use him. Use him as a... Use his martial arts skills. But he just got killed off quickly. He said, like, two lines and that was it. It was just like a glorified, you know, cannon fodder. And it felt like such a waste to have such a, you know, great martial arts guy like that, you know, and just not even use him, you know. And he he was a director of... um of the Street Fire Assassin's Fist film, or it was a series on YouTube, but as as a whole, they've sold it as a film. And he also played a Kuma in that. And you see how much he understands action, how much he understands filmmaking. And it just felt like a waste that they didn't utilize him, you know, in a more action-based, you know, at least have a fight scene with Tom Cruise or someone, you know, just to show off his martial arts skills. Because he's a really fantastic martial artist. And it would have been good to see him play that role i don't know if he had any help in like some of the fight scenes in terms of coordinating or helping set things up or anything like that but still to have him in the film and not utilize him and his action scenes i think was a bit of a waste um but that's my only gripe with the film other than that it was brilliant it was really good and like i said five out of five definitely check it out recommend it and i really enjoyed it and i can't wait for the next mission impossible film Anyway, let me know on Twitter what you thought of Mission Impossible Fallout. I'd love to know your thoughts. I'll see you next time for another podcast for more movie reviews, talk about martial arts, gaming, the lot. Anyway, see you next time. Peace.